Hello, and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Dicker, and I'll be talking to you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. When I first started making a lot of YouTube videos, one of the ways that I would go about promoting it was to put it up on relevant Reddit groups and forums around the internet where men and women who might be interested in my videos would probably like to watch it and maybe share it with their friends. This was a great strategy. But one of the things that I saw happening, which annoyed me a lot, was that someone would invariably write towards the beginning, write TLDW, too long, didn't watch. And then they'd, they'd proceed to do a bunch of bullet points outlining the main important factors that I talked about in my video. In, 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 in other words, the cliff notes for people who didn't want to bother watching a 15 to 20 minute video about that topic. Now, you can say, of course, Damien, it annoyed you because you're putting these videos up to get views and subscribers. And when people do a cliff notes, it means you're not going to get those views and subscribers. And that's true. That was also annoying. But there was something deeper in it for me. You see, as a, as a, uh, not just an educator, but someone who spends so much time reading and learning about the ways that we learn and, and absorb information, something about this felt fundamentally wrong. It felt like men and women were getting cheated out of important experiences because of those cliff notes. So today what I want to do is I want to talk to you actually about the difference between learning and knowing and grokking and why it's going to have a massive impact on the effectiveness of your education and self-development. Keep watching. So just before the intro, I mentioned a word you probably haven't heard of before. That word is grok. Now, unless you're a super nerd like me, you probably haven't heard this word before. It is, however, in the dictionary, well, most dictionaries nowadays, and it's actually, it, it gets its origins from a science fiction novel by Robert A. Heinlein. And the, the fiction novel is called A Stranger in a Stranger Land. Now, essentially, when you grok something, it means that you know something on such a deep, fundamental level. In other words, you are so intimately familiar with that, that topic or that item or that idea or that concept that it's, it's obvious to you. It's, in fact, it's so it's, it's obvious as gravity or breathing, right? You grok the need to breathe. You grok gravity. You grok that when you feel this weird fe- sensation in your tummy, it means that you're hungry and you want to eat. You grok that so deeply that anyone who didn't would be like, what? How do you not totally understand this? That is what it means to grok. Now, when it comes to our self-development, many of you, in fact, I'm pretty sure all of you understand that in order to be successful at a thing, I don't care if it's successful with women and dating or successful in business or, you know, success in anything or dieting, you're probably going to need to fail a bunch of times before you find the things that really help you to succeed, right? So this idea of you got to fail in order to succeed is something that most of us know. It's knowledge that most of us have. The difficulty is that you don't grok it. It's not so fundamentally obvious to you that you're going to take action on it. And I know this because when I work with, with men on the dating field, they understand they need to fail, but yet internally their brains keep looking for ways that they can avoid failing and still learn the lessons they need to learn, right? So it's not that fundamental that the brains in the background don't keep trying to look for loopholes in the system. That is what it means, the difference between knowing and grokking. Now, a really perfect example of what that experience looks like is when you look at alcoholics and psychedelics. Yes, 
I said that right, alcoholics and psychedelics. You see, since the 1960s, we have known that psychedelic therapy, that is the usage of psychedelic drugs, drugs that make you trip balls, <laughs> like LSD or magic mushrooms, seem to be highly effective in a therapeutic sense to help uh, alcoholics stop drinking. So what does this experience look like? Well, we, we our, our understanding of how psychedelics work and why is still growing. It's still at its early stages, but this is what the experience looks like or feels like to an alcoholic. So the alcoholic goes in because they either want to quit drinking, but they can't. And this might be the experience. They'll say, well, I, 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 I suddenly saw a whole bunch of people around me and I realized that they were my friends, my close friends and family. And we were at a party and here on the table was a whole bunch of really gross, almost black, charred black cookies were on the table. But for some reason, even though they looked horrible and gross, people were eating them. My friends and family were eating these disgusting, gross cookies. They just made me sick to look at. And indeed, every time a family member would eat one of these cookies, they, their skin would darken in a really sickly brown way. And, and they, would, they would age. I could see them visibly aging in front of my eyes and getting sicker and older. And every cookie they eat, they get sicker and they get older. And I was freaking out because this is the, these are the people that I love so deeply. And so I would rush in and try to stop them from eating the cookies. But every time I tried that, they'd look at me and they'd say to me, you know what? I've done some really horrible things in my life. And even though these cookies are bad for me, they help me atone for the terrible things that I've done. Even if it kills me, this is the right thing to do. And as I experienced this, I started to cry because I watched my family in front of my eyes get older and older and sicker and sicker until one by one they began to die and pass away. And I suddenly was struck with such an intense loneliness and sadness that I've never felt before in my life. And I realized, I realized this is what I've been doing with alcohol. You know, I realized that I don't deserve to have to punish myself for the things that I've done in my life. I realized that everybody has flaws, that everybody suffers, that I, I deserve better. I deserve to be healthy. And if I keep hurting myself, I'm going to put my close friends and family through so much pain. I'm going to turn my life around and I'm not going to keep drinking anymore. This has to change. Now, if I took that experience and turned it into a TLDW, too long didn't watch, the cliff notes didn't make them trip balls. Instead, I just said to them, hey, by the way, have you ever thought that maybe you drink because you, you, are, you are ashamed about certain things you've done in your life or certain things you've experienced and, and can't wrap your head around, so you drink to make yourself feel better because you feel like you deserve the punishment. There's a little bit of self-demolition going on there. And by the way, if you die, your friends and family are going to be super sad about it. How many people do you think are going to suddenly, magically stop being alcoholics if I just told them that? It shouldn't be a surprise that pretty much none of them, right? Because what's so, what was so integral to helping the alcoholic to grok this information versus just know it, right? Because pretty much all alcoholics, they, they know that they're going to hurt people if they die. They know that more or less why they drink. At least once they've seen some therapists, they know, they understand. But they don't grok it. And because they don't grok it, they never take action. What happened is they had to have this experience, this, this vision, this thing that they experienced and saw that really got the message to sink down to a deep, deep level, deeper than it had ever gotten before. This is what it is to grok. And so when I would put up messages on YouTube and do make YouTube videos and people wanted to shorten it to try to speed it up, speed up the rate in which they could absorb information, they cheat themselves out of having an aha moment. And I'm sure you've all had it when you're 
you're reading a book or you're watching a video, maybe this video, but you're, you're, you're watching it and all of a sudden the penny drops and the penny drops on something that you've heard before that you kind of knew before already, but it just sank to a level it never went before. And the second you have that aha, everything changes. I'm pretty sure you've experienced at least one or two or three different areas of your life before. You can't get those aha grok moments if you speed up the learning. I learned this in my own life because I used to, I still do read a book a week. But now, I, what happened was over the last three or four years, I stopped reading and I started listening. I'd listen to books, books about psychology, anthropology, human history, books about human behavioral biology, human sexuality. I absorbing this stuff at the rate of knots. But the, the interesting thing was when I started listening while driving, while going to the gym, because I realized I could maybe absorb information faster by absorbing information at more different points in my life rather than just sitting down and taking the time to read. I was absorbing less. I was gaining less insight from what I was consuming. In fact, I had the experience that all the books I was reading were kind of boring. What I was listening to were kind of not that interesting, not that insightful. I thought, well, maybe I've just heard and read everything already before. No. What was happening was that by by trying to cram as much information into a shorter period of time by listening while I was doing other tasks to try to save time, what I was doing was I wasn't grokking things anymore. I was just learning facts and I already knew most of the facts. It's hard to give me a fact I don't know about human behavior, but there's plenty that I still don't grok. And that was the difference. I wasn't having that fundamental experience anymore. So I made this video because I don't want you listeners not just to, to try to speed up what you consume from me, but I want you to slow down purposely the education you're receiving when you're trying to improve in different areas of your life. If you're trying to be more successful financially, if you're trying to get out of an emotional rut, I don't care if it's in dating and relationships or whatever it is. If you're trying to self-improve, you need to slow that stuff down, like right down. You know, start, I know it's going to hurt, but start reading a chapter or two of a book a week, right? Slow it down as much. You're going to, every person's going to be a different rate, but you need to slow down that that, that absorption, you need to be willing to read the stories and read the experiences of the people who have written and trying to educate you because most educators understand you need a story. We understand you need to hear a few, the same thing over and over again from different angles so that as many of you experience the aha moment as possible. That's it for today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Don't forget to check us out at schoolofattraction.com. I highly recommend you check out my comprehensive and free dating personality test, which you can find by clicking personality test at the top of the page. Thanks again for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you in my next podcast.